headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods of moving and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. You jump in. We'll talk about your life and your money. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Paul is with us in Las Vegas. Hi, Paul. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. How about you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So my, uh, my question is, um, what are some of the most efficient side hustles you could think of? Because uh, I've tried uh, like driving side hustles such as like Instacart and DoorDash, but it seems to cost more in gas than it seems to like earn money. Um, so just to give you like backstory, um, so I make over 38000 a year, and I also get a, a disability pay from the VA, so that's uh, like $13,700 a year. Uh, however, so I'm in the middle of a divorce, and so I only get half of my paycheck uh, from my job. And um, per temporary court orders, since uh, September of 2021, I've also had to pay the mortgage on the house that my uh, ex and my kids have been living in. Um, so, and also, wait, wait, uh, wait. Max- she got half your check and you pay the house. Yes. Whew. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, on top of that, uh, I'm actually technically in Pahrump, but, uh, we do, we, my parents and I, I've been living with my parents for the last, uh, few years. We will be closing on a house in Vegas, uh, in the, tw- on the 25th. But in the meantime, I've been who's, driving. Say who, who's we, uh, my parents. My parents will be closing on the house spot to live with them. Okay, but you're not on it. You're not on the loan. No. No. Okay. okay. And I'm just saying, like, you know, we collectively. But anyway, so gotcha. in, in the meantime, uh, I've been driving like an hour and 20 minutes to and from work uh, and have, have filled on gas three times a week. And uh, my house is currently getting fixed up to get sold. Um, and uh, it actually, it'll be done like really soon within like the next week or two. Uh, but I do have to pay a thousand dollars deductible to the contractor and a thousand dollars to the handyman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have over sixteen thousand eight hundred dollars in debt. Um, the first one is a bank loan money. I okay, my uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, the house that your wife is living in, soon to be your ex, is being sold. Yes, she she moved out of it voluntarily um, and moved. She and she and the kids moved into her grandma's trailer. I, I had nothing to do with that, but we, we we both agreed to sell the house through mediation. Okay, so the house you're paying payments on for her is not for her; it's for you. You're going to sell it. Yes. And how much money will it get? Will you get out of it when you sell it? Um, we're trying. To, we're going to try and sell for um, 180k. And what do you owe on it? Um, I. I don't, have that, I don't have the information on that, sorry. Well, I mean, do you owe 180 or do you owe 80 I mean, roughly. Um, I want to say like um, 120 k okay. okay. So you're going to get 20000 bucks 30000 a piece. So you'll be able to pay off your debt, and she'll get the, you're going to split the house equity, I assume. Yes. Okay, good. 
Okay. So then really what you're going to come down to is you're going to be debt-free with the sale of your house and with your divorce, everything will be settled and you'll be able to just pay child support at that point, which you should do. And I assume you're more than willing to do that. And then all you've got is a career question. Am I right? Oh, well, so I'm going to be uh, going back to school. Uh, No, you're not. You're broke. No, I know. I'm going back to school on the GI Bill. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll get housing allowance uh, from from that. And um, I'm actually going to uh, work towards a communications uh, degree to go into copywriting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you quit work and went and did that now, would that not solve your problem? Um, well, I have no idea how to get into the, um, into the copywriting uh, industry. No, I mean, do you, you're going to go to school. And they're going to pay you a stipend, and they're going to pay for your housing, and they're going to pay for school out of the GI Bill, correct? And you're living with uh, your right. parents, so you don't have any overhead. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know if we have to drive for Instacart. It doesn't seem like it. You've got and and you've got the disability coming in. Right. Um, it's just that um, you know I calculated my um, uh, my budget for. Uh, for next month, mm-hmm. and based on that, I'm only going to get be able to get a squeeze out like five hundred dollars for um, for savings, and that will have to go towards uh, paying the um, paying. Yeah, but the that's just that, Paul. Paul, that's just that month until you get your house sold, right? So, so for one month, whoopee, do that. You've got six. Okay. You've got seventeen thousand in debt, right? Once you sell this house, you'll be able to clear that debt. There'll be a few thousand left over. You can put that as your emergency savings. Over time, you'll be able to build and it back up. And then you need to work enough with your disability to pay your child support and get in school mm-hmm. and get going. Um, you should be fine with that. Um, I think what's happening is what I think I'm hearing, Paul, and I could be wrong. What I think I'm hearing is you've got a uh, the normal emotions around a divorce, which is. Um, a broken heart and anger. Yeah. And you've got um, a disability from your military service. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service. And in the middle of all of that, um, you've got 43 balls in the air. Yeah. And all I'm doing while we're talking is taking each one and setting them out of the air on the table. And then there's really not that much in the air anymore. You just sound uh, overwhelmed by the whole situation and it's translating down into this career thing that's not even really an issue i really think you know this sounds small but i think it would go a long way for him to write down yes first i'm going to do this next i'm going to do like write down everything that we talked about today and that's your solution and just getting it out of your head having it written down you have a written plan that's going to make you feel a lot better tonight yeah, that'll help you go with the whole how do you eat an elephant thing a bite at a time. Because yeah. all I was doing was walking through prioritization in your life. What do you got to do? We got to eat. We got to have housing. You know, we've got to do this. We got to do that. And, and how do we lay out our future? We can survive a few months of, you know, $500 or $200 or whatever. And the house gets sold, mm-hmm. clears up everything. We get the divorce settled, done. We got the established child support. Mm-hmm. Um, the job you're driving in an hour and a half for, you don't need. No. And especially when you're not making anything with the courts taking half of that money. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's the process I would look at. And, uh, you know, how you need to make sure you're taking care of your kids. That's all I'm concerned about here. Mm-hmm. And that you take care of you and your future. 
and that you execute step by step by step through this. So Jade's exactly right. Write it all out, and I think you'll develop a, uh, a bit of a flow chart on how to walk through each of these decisions. This is The Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. Jade Washaw Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. It's a free call at 888-825-5225. Well, taxes are upon us, folks. April the 18th, Tuesday, will be the federal tax return deadline. You've got to get your paperwork together. You've got to get your act together. April, October 16th is the deadline if you request an extension. Uh, however, always bear in mind you cannot request an extension on payment. If you owe taxes and you do not pay them by April the 18th, you will have penalties and late charges even if you file an extension. That's a good point. A lot of people don't realize that. So the income tax brackets went up in 2022 to account for inflation and will likely go up again in 23. The more a taxpayer earns, the more their earnings are subject to a higher rate. Well, it's always been that way. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a whole explainer if you want to go and learn how the tax brackets work at RamseySolutions.com slash taxes. Lots of other stuff going on. That's right. It says that the IRS is also telling people that you should expect less this year. You know, in the prior years, especially those years, Dave, after 2020, uh, there were all of those economic impact packages. We got more of the child tax credit uh, that we saw. And good news is the pandemic is over. And so what goes along with that is there's no, none of these extra payments, expanded tax credits and deductions like the tax credit and the charitable contributions deductions reverted to their pre COVID-19 amounts. Uh, so taxpayers will not get this extra stimulus money. Uh, and that's something worth noting. And then I like this one. It says, how can people save money this tax season? Well, this is basically the same, I guess, every tax season. You got your tax deductions and your tax credits. So tax deductions are helping you lower the amount of your income that can actually be taxed. And then, so those are things like medical, charitable contributions, business expenses, that sort of thing. Then you've got your tax credit that are actually dollar amounts that are subtracted from the end of your tax bill, which is great because they're refundable. So you've got things like the earned income tax credit, the child tax credit, uh, education credit, those sorts of things. So, yeah, and here's the deal with the, if you're married filing jointly, you're up over 28,000 now on the standard deduction which means you would have to have itemized deductions in excess of 28000 to even bother to itemize. What type uh, of person is itemizing? 
uh, someone who has a large uh, deductions and or yeah. has a lot of has a business um, has a lot of things like that. But it's only about twelve percent right now. Itemizing eighty eight percent or not. Mm. So it's a uh, you know and so like your home mortgage interest is deductible, but not unless you don't claim the standard deduction. If you claim the standard deduction, then it's you know part of it. It was uh, you just gave the bank some money is all you did. So um, this thing, I'm not paying off my home mortgage because it's tax deductible. <laughs> For 88% of you, that's an absolute bullcrap line. Uh, it's just not true because you're not deducting the interest because you're taking a standard deduction instead. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the whole thing. And you do not want a big refund. This is the... That's the moral of the story. This is the biggest con to have ever been put out on the american public someone convinced grown-ups that santa claus lives in washington dc that this money is coming to you as if it isn't a refund you know how you get a refund first you fund it and then they refund it yeah so a refund is when you take a shirt back at the store and they refund your money that you gave them earlier yeah it's that's insulting. a refund oh my god how dumb are we yeah we're walking around, I got a big refund. What's that mean? It means you paid in too much all year long and got no interest on your money while That's it sat in it Washington, D.C. That's dumber than a rock. <laughs> you don't want a big refund. That means you're a big dummy. Don't do that. Big refund Dave, means you paid I, in too much. But, Dave, that's my vacation fund. Well, but save your vacation <laughs> fund at the credit union, for God's sakes. You know, I mean, really. But, Dave, how am I supposed to buy my big screen TV? Uh, save up for it with the money you don't send to the government by not overpaying your taxes all year long and then getting it back in April and acting like Santa Claus brought you a gift. Okay. I know Santa Claus. I'm old. He's a friend of mine. He does not live in Washington, D.C. He even detests going to Washington, (laughs) D.C. Because he figures they're all bad little boys and girls there anyway. So there you go. (laughs) I'm just saying. So I'm just sure that the refund had nothing to do with charity. Yeah. Yeah. None. Yeah. Nothing. Nada. Don't get a bit. So if you got a $2,400 refund, that means you paid in $200 a month too much out of your paycheck every month. That could have been money in your actual lifestyle. You could have paid off debt with it. Debt snowball. Yeah, man. I'd rather have it in my month. You could have paid for your increased gas prices. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because when you when you let the refund come, you you are saying two things. You're saying, I don't mind loaning this money with no interest, which I don't think people really understand that. And two, you're saying that I need this money because I can't save money myself to do the things that I want to do, like go on vacation or buy that TV, because that's what people do. They get this big hunk of money and they use it to do dumb stuff. Yeah, because it, they act like it's like the lottery or yeah. something. Like and all it, it was was like you put $20 in your coat and you <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And you put the coat on next winter and put your hand in there and you go, oh, I got money. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> that's all it is. That's right. It's exactly. The, oh, surprise. Yeah. Look at me. I'm well, rich. At least when you find it in your pocket, it's got some lint or like a, a, a cheese it or something. <laughs> well, with and it, it is but... your pocket. So you know who the dummy was, <laughs> right? True. Yeah, so that's the thing. So if you're ready to file your check, taxes, and you need to be ready to file your taxes, it's coming like this weekend. Yeah. So uh, you need to check out Ramsey Smart Tax. Uh, it lets you file online 
with low upfront pricing and no hidden fees. Plus, you can save up to 70% when you switch from other software. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash SmartTax. We also have a tax guide blog article and a tax prep checklist at RamseySolutions.com slash taxes. And we have tax professionals that are endorsed local providers. If you have a complicated return, they'll walk you through it. Yes. So just click on tax ELP at RamseySolutions.com. We can help you all the way around. We're not charging you extra, and we're not uh, TurboTax, which is going to try to sell you a credit card. Yes, that's right. They're going to try to get you in debt. Yeah. They, they real, that's actually the business they're in, so let's just be real clear. Yeah, and so, I mean, we're, we're, you can be assured that nothing from Ramsey is going to try to get you into debt. That's, <laughs> uh, we're quite the opposite that's around right. here. All right, Dave's in Boise. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? So I just need some recommendations and uh, on how to pay off my current mortgage uh, faster. I've got some options from my mortgage company, and then I got some options from investors. But I want to hear your take because my wife says you have all the answers. <laughs> I wish my wife would say that. <laughs> That's funny. Uh well, I don't have an answer, but I am an expert on my opinion, so I can do that for you. Um, here's the thing. The main goal either way at the end of the story is which way causes me to build wealth with the highest probability of it really happening and the fastest, shortest distance between two points is a straight line, right? So what, what is the fastest right way to build wealth? Uh, not according to legend or theory, but actual data. And so that's the way I would couch the answer to this. And so I would go to the Ramsey Millionaire Study where we studied 10,000 millionaires and we asked them how they became millionaires. Uh, The number of them that said we put money in an investment account in order to pay off our mortgage faster was very close to zero. The vast majority of them said, we steadily invested in our 401k while we paid off our house as fast as we could just by paying extra mortgage payments. Very simple. And so there's no fancy way that you can trick the interest rates. Yeah. Big, hairy principal payments, big chunks on the mortgage makes the debt go away. You can't trick the math that much. There's no big math trick on this. So just pay off your house as fast as you can. That's what the data says. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Jay is in Savannah. Hi, Jay. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. How's it going, uh, Jade and Dave? Honored to speak to both of you. Uh, Just got a question for you. I have a side hustle business that is making a, a good amount of money right now. And um, I'm all in when it comes to the joining of finances through marriage, but I wanted some kind of clarity and clarification since they're not, the, the baby steps aren't necessarily directly applicable to, uh, you know, say your business. Um, does the joining finances part of the baby steps, does that apply to say your business account? If that question makes sense. Not really. I mean, if you're thinking about, from the, from the aspect that you're taking money out of the business as your payroll, and then that's going into your personal account, yes. But if you run a business, like my husband runs a talent agency, 
and I know what's going on in the business, but I'm not, you know, I have access to the account, I suppose, if I wanted to see it, but I'm not, I'm not in there making withdrawals and I'm but you're not, on, you're on the account. I'm on it. That's what he's asking. Okay. Yeah, ownership. That's, that's what, that's the ownership. Yeah, that's, okay. That's kind of what I'm, get, that's kind of what I'm getting at. You know, Sharon's on all the Ramsey accounts. Okay. All of them. And she has no idea what's in them or how to access them. <laughs> right. None whatsoever. <laughs> she doesn't come down here. I mean, um, she was here today for lunch with her nieces, but that's the, I mean, she doesn't come down here. Yeah. Not because we're mad at her, not, but she just doesn't care. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it's I not mean, her thing. And, but if I die, um, or if, you know, something happened to our marriage, she is half owner of all of this. Okay. That, that makes, that makes sense. Uh, so you would say, um, kind of have their name on the business account, um, yeah. but not necessarily involved with, um, you know, the inner workings of the business. Well, and here's the other thing. If I'm, if I'm in Mexico and Sharon's here and they need her to come down here and sign a check, she can. That's a good point. Okay. So, I mean, there's all kinds okay. of, the banker could, she could authorize something for the banker if I'm sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you don't want just one person on an account. That's, you need to have someone else that can act in your, in this case, she's not going to be involved in the transactions. Crap, I don't sign the checks. A machine signs mm-hmm. them now. Yeah. So, uh, but around here, but uh, of course, we I mean, our payables are massive. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, but yeah, you, um, yes, uh, as far as, ownership goes all of the llc's that we have that we hold different assets in including real estate and so forth uh sharon is on all of those and on all of the accounts and again if it wasn't she'd have to call our controller uh who handles our personal stuff as well Mm -hmm. uh, if something happened or she needed access to something to find out what's going on Mm -hmm. who happens to be one of her good friends too but that's that's a side issue uh, she keeps she keeps Debbie pretty close. <laughs> yeah, That's I mean, good. yeah, that it's uh, as far as philosophically, from a practical tactical thing, zero involvement. But philosophically, the own and, and legally, the ownership yeah. should be shared, and uh, and it's it's hers. It's hers as much as it's mine. Mm-hmm. even though I'm the one that runs the business. That's right. That's good. He mentioned the baby steps and that kind of thing, but that's not really for business. That's Well, baby steps don't have anything to do with whether you should have joint accounts or not. Right. But I think I, what I derived from it was like, I'm like, I'm not speaking into Sam's, how he's spending the money in the business. It's not part of my day to day. I'm just on the accounts. Well, again, I just have ownership. Same thing as Sharon. She does not. She does not know where we buy copier paper. Yeah, you know it doesn't come up. <laughs> doesn't come up at dinner. You know. So Jason is with us. Jason is in Anchorage, Alaska. Hi, Jason. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave and Jade. Thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate your time. I'm a fairly uh, new listener, and um, I'm calling in to get a little advice on you on what I should be doing with my savings to make it work for me other than what I'm currently doing with it. I have about $170,000 in a high yield savings account at about 5%. So I'm earning about uh, somewhere between 700 to $740 in interest a month. Um, That's a nice savings. What should I be doing? Yeah. Thank you. What should I be doing with it to make it work for me other than what I'm doing currently? Should I be investing in, I bonds? Should I be investing in the stock market? Should I be looking into purchasing real estate? What's the purpose of the savings? Are you saving for a home or is this just money that you like having around? Um, um, honestly, the latter. Um, it's, it's just savings. 
currently. So no debt, nothing like that? Um, I'm currently debt free. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not own any properties currently. Um, I have a Roth 401 that has about 42,000 in it. I have a 401k that has about 22,000 in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you said it's 170,000. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Correct, Dave. Okay. So if you made 10% on it, that'd be 17,000 a year. And you're currently making about 8,000 a year. Roughly. Yeah. Okay. So you're losing about $10,000 a year by not having it invested in good mutual funds. Correct. Yeah. So I, I would sit down with a smart investor pro and get this money invested in some good mutual funds and start earning north of 10% on average year in and year out, mm-hmm. uh, which is about $10,000 a year difference in what you're doing right now. So your high yield savings is, uh, what about 4%? Uh, I think it's 5.02%. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Well, keep and, infla- and inflation's running nine, so you're going backwards. Whew. Make yeah, sure you do keep aside three to six months for normal emergency fund purposes. You have an emergency rainy day fund in I, addition to this? Actually, yes, I left that out. I, I do have an emergency fund of, I think, 42000 right now. Yeah. You need to get with a smart investor pro at RamseySolutions.com. Sit down, start learning about mutual funds. And what we're discussing here, Jason, is a concept in investing called opportunity cost. When you put the money in a fruit jar and it could have been making 10% and it's $100,000, you miss the opportunity for that $100,000 to make $10,000 a year. That's lost opportunity cost. Or if you take $100,000 and go buy a new Mercedes with it instead of investing, you not only have a car that's going down in value now, but you also lost the opportunity. The opportunity cost on the money is whatever it could have earned in a good investment. Call it 10% for this example. Yeah. Uh, my m- personal mutual funds do considerably more than 10% average per year. Haven't lately. No, I know the market's down. I'm aware. But I don't sell when it's down. I buy when it's down because it's on sale. So I'm in- investing this money with a long-term mentality uh, and riding out downturns, sit it out, let it come back up, and you'll make a good average that's well in excess of your high-yield savings account. The interesting thing about the high-yield savings account is the very name is an oxymoron. High-yield. It's not really that high. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, the inter- inflation rate, by the way, for the last 75 years has averaged 4.2 before yeah. we got into this last Biden inflation run. That's the point I think a lot of people miss is when you've got that money sitting there, obviously the worst place for it to be is like in a can in your backyard because you're just losing, you're losing out on it. It's not worth that because of the inflation. But even just sitting in a high yield savings account, people think, oh, I'm doing great. I've got 5% or 4.5%. Because you could only get one before. Yeah. These high yield savings accounts are doing really well. If you've now, got some short term, they are. If you've got some short term money you want to park for like a year, sure. you're going to buy a house next year. Yeah. Well, that, that's a 5% is a lot more than 1%. Yeah. That's good. But that's not a good long-term play. Right. Even for a couple of years, though, saving for a house, right? Yeah, Up to yeah. about f- sure. four or five years, you could do that. Absolutely. I completely agree. Yeah. But the thing is, you, what you don't want to do is say, over a period of 10, 15, 20 years, yeah. I'm going to make 5% while inflation runs four, and after taxes and inflation, I'm going backward. Yeah, you're going way far back, yeah. And especially when we're in a 9% inflationary market. Yeah. So, um yeah, because yeah. this is real out there right now. This mm-hmm. uh, this crazy, screwed up, backward economy. Yeah, it's uh, simultaneously there's people doing really good, 
in one area of their life and they're losing their butts in another area of their yeah. life with the stuff that's going on. So you have to really be careful and steady and wise and predictable. And this is where money comes from. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host this day here on The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We're so glad you're here. Open phones at 888-825-5225. If you like the show, help us by clicking the subscribe or follow button on your YouTube or podcast screen, please. That'll be a big help. Leave a five-star review. Mama said if you ain't got anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So five-star reviews are welcome. The rest of you should just move on and find something you like. <laughs> we used to say, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. I like that. That's good. If you don't have anything nice to say. Outcha. Outcha. That's good. That's Ouch good. I like it. And, uh, of course, the other thing you can do, share the show. Click the share button, share the link, or uh, just share where you're listening to the show, which radio station or television station or TBN or whatever it is that you're listening and watching. Let people know, please. We would appreciate it. It is You are our marketing plan. Uh, we're not spending $300 million a year. We don't have our own football stadium like Sophie. Um, <laughs> Gesundheit. Yes, pardon me. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's uh, there's other people that do that buy your love. Uh, we just uh, take care of you and love you, and then you uh, will spread the word for us. We know you'll do it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sarah is in Reno. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hi. Yeah, good evening. How you guys doing? doing Better good. than we deserve. How can we help? Um. So I... I'm kind of in a pickle-ish, pickle-ish. So, <laughs> um, I, um, I currently work in the dental field um, as an RDA. Um, I make roughly about 4200 a month um, if I work a full month. I'm, um, I'm sorry, I'm ignorant. What is an RDA? Oh, I'm um, sorry, registered dental assistant. Thank you. Okay, I'm, I feel yeah, better no now. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Um, I make about 4200 a month if I work a full month of about, you know, 40 hours a week. Um, the thing is, about every other month, the doctor that I work for will take about a week off, which um, turns my income to about 3700 to 3900 a month. Um, some of the benefits I get from working there is I get um, a 401k Roth with employer match of 3%. Um, I have 16 paid vacation days and then free to discounted dental. Um, Recently, I took on a second job um, as a server at a restaurant, and um, I've only been there maybe about two weeks, <laughs> and I was offered um, an assistant manager position. So for the assistant manager position, um, the offer is 6600 a month, um, so it's salary-based, um, with a $500 bonus each month. Um, and I only, the only benefit is medical. There's no 401k, um, no vision or dental. And there also is like paid sick days and paid vacation days. How old are you? I'm 32. When you're 52, which one are you going to be wanting that you're glad you did? So that's kind of where I'm at. I, I love working in dental. Um, I don't, I've, you know, but where I work, I think I've, I've outgrown it. Well, is there um, another practice you could pursue? I mean, if this person is taking off work so often and it's making your income fluctuate, have you kind of 
look to see what else is out there in that same field? I'm guessing you went to school for this. I did. Um, yeah, I have, I have no debt. Um, I've, I've been debt free for um, actually a year now and I'm on baby step three. Very good. Um, so, I mean, I could, but the thing is I wouldn't be making as much money. And I don't want you, you know, to do this for the money. I don't, I don't want a, you, I don't yeah. want you to do that. I don't, I don't know if you're going to be making more money or not. You haven't looked. You yeah. Haven't the only thing, well, no, no, I have, I have researched around where I work now and um, in Reno and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be making much more. Um, but, but here's, here's my biggest factor that's kind of has me on the fence is I'm a single mom of four. Mm-hmm. So I, I like my server position. Um, everyone I work with seems to be really awesome. So I, I guess my dilemma is like, I'm not so much worried about the 401k because I could, you know, roll it over into an IRA. Listen, the, the benefit, the be benefits don't matter. More. The benefits don't matter. So yeah. what matters is if you, if you take a job making twice what you're making now, and you and it is not a long-term play, then you have to have an exit strategy. And uh, you did not wake up six weeks ago and say, I want to be a restaurant manager. Yeah. You fell into this. This was not an act of intentionality. No. You did not seek this out to fulfill a dream of being a restaurant manager. Right? No, I haven't. No, I have. I wasn't a. a Which dream tells of mine. me the only thing, the, the the number one thing that's attracting you is the money. Well, here's the thing. Well, why can't you? Why can't you do the the RDA job and and keep looking and see what else is out there that maybe pays higher? Maybe it doesn't. At the very least, you might find uh, a dentist that you're working with that's not taking so many days off. You know, that's closing up the office. Um, but why can't you just? If you like this restaurant so much, why can't you just work there on Saturdays? Or, you know, um, as a side, you know, I mean, just something you're doing on the side. Why does it have to be your full-time job? Because can't, can't you take your salary that you're making from the dental thing and can't you take whatever little side hustle money and can't that equal the same thing that doing the restaurant full-time equals? Yeah, so that's the thing. Is like right now I'm working at the restaurant and um, as an RDA and I'm making, I mean, I just started, again, I just started the server position, but I... But as you know, when I did the math, I, I make about sixty five hundred to seven thousand um, with both jobs. But I'm working sixty two hours a week. What, whereas what does the manager's job number of hours entail? Um, it would be forty five to fifty hours a week. So I'd be working uh, five days a week, and then, um, but yeah, so I'd be working less. Maybe. And so it would give me more time with my kids. Because I mean, I'm stretched right now. It's just, I guess a lot of it is like, I can save this money, get get my baby step three moving way faster, be able to save more, um, to buy, to you know, to purchase a home here within you know the next year and a half or two years, um, and just, I just want to put my kids and every and me and on the right track and just, I mean, I love dental, but I just, I don't know. I I think I'm just kind of outgrowing it, and I've. I have like wanted to be. Yeah, in a I assume. I assume you have a. Before. Uh, I just. I assume I just you have a certification. I do. And what my does license, it? Um, what does it, it take to maintain it, the certification? It. I just um, go online. I pay it, and it's renewed every two years. So even if I went out of dental, I would be able to go back if it didn't work out at any time. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yep. At any time. Because here, here's and what I here's what I, life, I, so. I you're in the honeymoon phase over there. 
so you don't see any downsides. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to tell you, the restaurant business is some of the hardest work you'll ever get in in your life. Yep. Very hard work. And yeah, when they tell when they tell you fifty I, when they tell you fifty hours, they don't mean it. Mm-hmm. Especially in management, you're going to be there. as soon as a server mm-hmm. doesn't show on a shift when you're not there, mm-hmm. they're going to call you as the assistant manager come in and cover for the server. Mm-hmm. You're going to be there more than fifty hours, and you're on salary. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh yeah, so then it's like yeah, Dave is not wrong about that. And I, I just don't want you to. You're all starry-eyed about this, Sarah, and I, I'm i not trying to I'm kill nervous. your dream, but I don't think it's I'm as plush. It's not as plush as you think it is, but if you want to go do it, it's not the end of the world because here's the thing. You probably can go get a job as a dental assistant in about 20 minutes if this doesn't work out. Yeah, and I'm I'm great at my job. I mean, I do. I mean, you I can get a job in that field. No you, problem. Yeah. You can get a job in that field almost any time at will. And um, I think you'll be able to find that if something happens here. So, yeah, I'm going to give proper notice, and I guess you go try it. But I want you to try it with a little bit more. I mean, you're you're acting like this is some kind of huge upgrade Mm -hmm. in lifestyle and huge upgrade in money, and it's not any of that. Have you really played the numbers out of this? Like, have you ever written this out and really looked at how it's going to move the needle for you? Or is this just something that's been floating around in your brain? If you haven't done that, get it on paper and really play out the numbers to what your goals are. You said that you want to get your emergency fund. You said you want to save for a house. Play out these numbers and see where you land. I think that you might realize it's not the leap that you think it's going to be. Yeah, It's okay to try it, but I I disagree with the level of excitement you've got over it. <laughs> and Facts. I want you to win. I love you. I want you to do great, okay? I want you to be out there, but I, I think um, you, you got a pretty plush gig now. The one you're going into is a lot tougher. This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.